Hello and welcome to Joko Yo. John Hinton's job, as it was understood, for getting his land grant on the Upper Noose in colonial North Carolina was to survey the region so that others will later be able to settle. Walking in wilderness in this period, stomping through swamps, climbing unmarked cliffs, finding forests, well, that was his job. That meant, more than most people, he was exposed to dangers. He was helping the North Carolina colonial government to know the unknown, meaning that he was on the front lines of hostility, whether he, whether it be environmental hostility, hostility from people that, rightly so, saw him as a threat. Through this job, John found bears, snakes. I mean, that's the main reason that his house, his main entrance, was on the second floor and only accessible with the help of a ladder. Surveyors, like people in any job, saw that there were enjoyable parts of the job and parts of the job that were not so fun. Some things they tend to navigate towards and some things they tend to try to avoid. John Hinton navigated toward big rocks. Not boulders, but like rock formations especially if they were on elevated surfaces or beside low spots like valleys or rivers. Seems like John liked high places. I guess for a surveyor, it helps to know what, where those places are, you know, good for landmarks. But, and especially in this time, surveyors are most certainly not the only ones that were attracted to rocky outgrowths. You know, animals are too which is how John found himself near a rocky, like, outcrop, uh, being awakened after a brief nap by his dogs barking and howling for all they were worth. They had chased down a panther. Yes, a panther. To be more precise, the Carolina panther. Yes, we used to actually have real panthers, like real Carolina panthers, that's where the name came from. And they used to be all throughout Central North Carolina. Falls of the Noose area was rumored to have several. There's a reason that there's a Panther Creek in western Wake County and a Panther Lake in southwestern Wake County. Panthers had lairs there, and in the early 1700s, John Hatton and his dogs, just the three of them, came across a mother panther protecting her cubs, and she was not very happy about the fact that John, when he heard his dogs engaged the mother, well, he found his way to her lair and had taken her two cubs. I mean, I don't know what it takes to be a surveyor, but if that's what you've got to do, <laughs> it, it ain't me. With one in each arm, John tried to escape with the cubs, and he made it a little way before Mama Panther got away from the dogs and went after him. And when he saw her coming behind him, he put one cub on the ground and kept running with the other one. Within seconds, the mother was at the cub that was on the ground, picked it up, put it back in the den, 
dropped it off and went back after John to get the other one, except John hadn't got away. Now, I don't know. I was not there. I do not know if this was true. But this story has been told for 200 years, and there's not been a proof against it. In fact, as far as we know, John Hinton, he kept that cub, and he tamed it, and raised it as like a guard cat to protect his house. (laughs) That's not bad. John was the surveyor, and I guess... Sort of a protector of the Upper Noose region of Craven County in 1739. In his eyes, his job was partly to tame the entire area like he tamed that cub until 1746. Because in 1746, enough people had begun to settle on the Noose the same as he did and to close the settlement gap between Newburn and John Hinton, one of them was John's brother William, who himself had achieved a grant east of John's on the same Noose River. Enough people had moved in that the courthouse in New Bern, the county seat, was way too far away from too many people to conduct government business. So a new county was carved out of Craven's western wilderness and named after the colonial governor at the time, Gabriel Johnston. Now, Craven had a western border now, and the new county of Johnston, well, it did not. Now Johnston was the one that had an eastern border, a northern border, a southern border, but not a western one. But it did have the Hinton brothers, and with the loss of the city of New Bern and its aristocrats, the Hinton brothers instantly became some of the most powerful, richest, and largest landowners in the county, the new county of Johnston, which now stretched from nearly modern Lenore County all the way to the Virginia border and including modern-day Wake County. Since a courthouse was needed for all government business, it was only logical to place it convenient to the people, not the land, The new Johnston County was enormous in land size, obviously, but the majority of the people still mostly lived in the east. So the courthouse was placed in the east, close to modern-day Kenston. But the Hinton brothers lived far away in the west, and up the Noose River, far away from Kenston, it would have taken considerable time to travel from far upriver again, modern-day Eastern Wake County, to get to the courthouse to serve on juries to, or to pay taxes or participate in county government or record land deeds. And large landowners like John Hinton and his brother William needed to do all of those things in Kinston. Going to near Kinston would have been a hardship as often as they needed to go. And by 1758, only 12 years after the formation of Johnston, the population upriver had gotten itself so large again that it wasn't just a few that a long trip to Walnut Creek, which is the name of the courthouse site near modern-day Kinston, well, it was a trip was untenable. So many had moved in that in 12 years, what was considered frontier had moved significantly west, so yet another courthouse was necessary 
for the Westerners, including the Hinton brothers. And the new county of Dobbs was formed from the east, letting them keep their courthouse. That means yet another courthouse was necessary further upriver. And it had to be centrally located and easily accessible reasonably to the residents of the county and especially the ones that have a lot of land. And wherever, wherever there was a courthouse, people will have to travel to it. And if people travel to it, many of them will have to stay overnight, meaning where a courthouse was built, hotels and lodges would come soon after. If people stay overnight, they would need to eat and drink while they are not home, so restaurants will be needed. Basically, a town will, and normally did, get built around those courthouse sites. An added attraction for a courthouse site would be if it were easily accessible, like maybe on a river. So, centrally located, on the river, on land that a person has an abundance of land for a town to be developed in, well, this perfectly described the land of John Hinton's brother, William. The courthouse site was chosen, and the town that developed around it on William Hinton's land was called Hinton's Quarter, and it served everybody that lived from the western border of Dobbs all the way to the Virginia border. Not only did Hinton's Quarter have the courthouse and taverns, but it also had a horse track and races for entertainment. But that's not John. That's William. John had his own story, his own destiny to make it farther upriver. And thanks for listening. Until next time, y'all be good.